Hello and welcome to You Like the Worst Stuff. Off the top, in an announcement that shocked the podcasting world, our Canadian overlord, Lord Hannison, announced he'll soon be hanging up his microphone and ending Rezzed.tv. Tony Sadowski. <sighs> Nobody wants to work anymore. Cat <laughs> Riley. This is because of all the John Madden jokes, isn't it? Joe Foreman. Luckily, we have a cool $8.57 stashed away in our Patreons. Ah, I think we'll be okay. You can't fire me. I quit. I was Joe Haygood. Goodbye forever. The stuff you like is bad. The stuff we like is worse. You like the worst stuff. The pop culturally questionable podcast. Worsting it up since 2011. Part of the Rest.TV Entertainment Network. Press start in three, two, one. You didn't think you could get rid of me that easily, did you? Ugh, Tom Brady stayed retired longer. <laughs> You're listening to episode 458, and this week in questionable pop culture, Dead by Daylight. You guys heard of this game? Played it? <laughs> we saw it at E3, like, what, seven years in a row? <laughs> they made a dating sim. Yeah, tell us about this. Now, what, what's the providence on this? Did anybody know this was happening? Was this one of those surprise April Fool's drops? Yeah, all like... the 2020 April Fool's drops just got finished because of the COVID delay. <laughs> right. So they're just long <laughs> You know, it, it was a thing that got announced, but even when it was announced, people were like, really? And, and there is like a weird kind of thirsting for killers that goes in the weird corners of the oh, right, right. universe. Sure. Which I didn't realize well, for a while I think until I just, started digging just, in. And... Uh, serial killer, true crime fandoms in general, you, you've heard of that sort of very real yes, yes. syndrome where people get super into serial killers in a really concerning yes. way. But when I see like the trapster and people going thirst trap on him, it's real weird. So, but now, Okay, so now Dead by Daylight is a one versus many online game, right? It is a four v one because I I have a weekly session and that it, we play. It is a game that they have continually dropped new content for for yes. years. Lots of yes. licensed yes. stuff goes into that. As game. As a matter of fact, we just had the six year anniversary. Mm. We got birthday flans. We got birthday streamers. We got like explosions when you got put on a hook that had rainbows coming out of them, which was really how weird. did this one um, survive when Friday the Thirteenth the game did not. Well, Friday the 13th did not survive because of legal issues. Mm. The owner of the Friday the 13th name versus the owner of the Friday the 13th mm. Jason creation, it became like a rights nightmare. And they were like, yeah, we're just going to move on. And now they're those guys are doing uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which is coming out next year. Well, I hope they remembered to check who, who owns what this time. And they're doing a Ghostbusters thing. And Dan Aykroyd's on board, so it's perfectly fine, right? You know who owns Ghostbusters. <laughs> The right. fans sure. again because they reset right. it and gave it back to the real. <laughs> Never mind. Oh God. Right. So if if you count the Ghostbusters video game, that makes this like Ghostbusters six or something. <laughs> right. That's true. Yawn. So anyway, so they made a dating sim. Now, have you played it? Have you been through Which it? Which I bought it. I started playing it on the Steam Deck today because I was very curious. What yeah. This was. Well, and you've played these kind of games before, so this I, this seems yes, pushed yes. right for you. As someone that plays Dead by Daylight regularly and has played a fair amount of virtual novels, mm -hmm, this was mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. hey, this works. It's real weird. Yeah, it's, but, but it's, it's a good kind of visual novel. Yeah, I mean, I mean it, we, it, we know how just, they work. We know how they yeah, work. Yeah, it's just strange. Like, they're pl they're trying to play real tongue-in-cheek. Like, right, okay, sure. so Dead by Daylight started off with just, like, some very generic killers. You had the Huntress, you had the Trapster, you had the Witch, you had, uh, or the Wraith. 
Uh, right. Uh, and, there, and there's one other right. one that I'm forgetting. Uh, then they started Alpha bringing four, in like Prime well, no. Six. But then they started bringing in like Freddy, right? Myers and Ghostface and all these other. So Dason. when you get it, no, Jason's not in it. No, I said Dason. It's a totally different oh, character. Okay, it's yes. <laughs> so different. Very original. <laughs> in this game, they they don't have the. Well, the funny thing is, they don't have the license to use those those characters so sure. they go in very tongue-in-cheek sign like mm, you, sure, you 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 start this game you fall off and you're you, you're shipwrecked onto an island where apparently in the void where these killers live they also have a beach, beach realm where they play volleyball and have picnics and sounds like a hitman level well the funny thing is they start telling you that there's another island where all these other killers are there that you might know, but they don't want to hang out over on this right, cooler sure, island. Sure, so it's like, it. it's like, all right, I get right, what you're we get doing. You. We get I got you. Yeah, so it's just right. weird. It's so like, the premise it's, is you are someone who is just going to go romance and pick which one of these killers to date and whatnot. Yes. All right, yes. that's cool. It's weird because, of course, it's a visual novel. They have, let's say sexualized our character our killers a little bit so it's I like mean, i don't know why you keep saying this is weird this is pretty normal stuff for us i know a, but i i was like you know novel it, it, it's a fine game uh, i the biggest complaint i had was on the steam deck it was really hard to read the text even with like putting reading glasses on i was like well they they made this conscious choice to use white text on a light background mm. so it's like okay it's already on a small screen and you have made it much harder to read this text I mean, it's a visual novel, so it doesn't really matter what you pick. You can just keep clicking, and just eventually you get an end. And, and it has multiple endings sure and multiple does. options and multiple outcomes. Sure, it does. I'm sure you can end up on a hook at some point. Which the Huntress will remember this. Sure. Maybe that's what you're looking for. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows, right? Yeah, nice, cute, funny. It's here. It's weird. But the other big thing this week, the Forspoken trailer came out. The latest Forspoken trailer came out. Now, did any of you have a chance to see this thing? We have known how this game has looked for a year now. And I think we're, everyone's just kind of shocked that it still sounds bad. <laughs> right? It's been a year. It's the same. Like it's the, I remember watching it a year ago, and the writing was bad. It was <laughs> it, an overwritten, and... sort of clumsy, sort of a, like a Disney Channel uh, preteen right, right. kind of a vibe to it. Yes. Which is fine, but then you know it launches right into like Assassin's Creed type type world exploration and 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 whatnot. And we know this, and that was like August and September of last year. And then there was another trailer in December of last year, which was a little better, but I think we've uh, switched all the way around again to it being crap again. I mean, this is a game where you were talking to the hilarious, funny bracelet robot. I mean, yes. it, that's what it's going to be, and it stinks. It, it, it was just very I, – I think the people were really getting on the whole, like, you know, over-dialogue on the trailer. Yeah, it really and it is. It was just really weird. Really and, and And just – but the parodies were so great. I mean, they had a Kiryu Kazuma one that was hilarious. I guess this is my life in, in Kamarocha now. And it's like – Yeah, it's just, uh, it's just kind of a shame because I feel like this probably could be a much better experience, but they decided to kind of write it that way that kind of a vibe and yeah yeah they went young teen sass and i guess that's, it, it that's, keeps yeah but like that's the vibe they went for it's, i don't it's know written, if it's good but it's the kind of young teen sass that sounds authentic to like an eight-year-old like it's not it's it's not the it doesn't sound authentic 
to a teenager. It sounds authentic to an eight-year-old who thinks they know what you know the teenagers are hip and cool and whatever. It just it, it just it, doesn't. It, doesn't it reminds sound me of life. The first Life is Strange, where it's like, yeah, we stopped saying hella about five, six years ago, guys. Mm, yeah. And uh, uh, yeah, it was just it was. Yeah, it's a for, bummer. Yeah, for it's me it was like okay, but it was just I had fun watching just everybody parody the hell out of it, which yeah, I guess kind of takes away from it. But it's like I don't know, it's just it's kind of a bad trailer. It's just and, and everybody said that a year ago, like oh my yeah. god, the way these, I mean, the, the way we're talking, the dialogue, the the talking funny bracelet, like geez. The, I mean, the visuals look good. I mean, I yeah, that's, that's what something. I mean. It's like there's a real disconnect between. What it looks like, how it plays, what I mean, kind of a game it looks like it's going to be, and then the fact that you've got somebody talking to a bracelet and saying things like "I can freaking fly." I mean, uh, <laughs> I guess this is my life now. Mm, yeah, <sighs> this is something that you know. Once it's you know, it, it hits Black that, Friday, uh, baby. Black it hits Friday. that Ubisoft price point of, of <laughs> right. Oh, right, guess right. what? Now it's twenty dollars. Like okay, everybody's now waiting I'm for the big uh, nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, like I, I can't see this being seventy just because I, it's you know. I can't wait till it's on PlayStation Plus Extra a month yeah, after it comes out. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. And a lot of games do this. I mean, I mean, uh, that Phoenix game from last, uh-huh. from two years ago was was written in a kind of a crappy way. Immortal like Rising, mm-hmm. Phoenix, <laughs> Phoenix Rising, Immortal Phoenix Rising. Right, some yeah. combination of words like that. Yes, and it was sort and it of was, the same it was like thing. we're gonna make God snarky. Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't great either. But this this feels ugh, worse than that. But hey, you know, I got a, I got a bit of a segue here now. Look, we got the the trailers for Forspoken. It kind of gave us an idea of what we could expect in that game, and it looks like it's going in the direction we all thought. But a game that showed up a while back, and we are kind of excited about it, and kind of managed to stay a mystery in terms of what it was going to be, was Stray. Um, so we're all here this week, and we've all finished the game, right? Yep. Even Haygood. So yeah, I finished it. Wow! So, so somehow Joe found uh, six hours in his busy life. <laughs> right. So I, I've got you know what I'm gonna dust off the old serious question. So my question is, uh, what did everybody think of Stray, and why is it unquestionably game of the year? Go. Uh, that's a bit much. <laughs> That's a bit much. No, go, go, go. What do you guys think? I mean, we've all played it now. We kind of talked a little bit about early thoughts in it, but... Well, I I was up on it. I thought it was super cute. Would love a sequel until Matt Pat of The Game Theorist kind of broke it for me. Oh, no. Okay, this is official spoiler territory, gentle listeners. Right, we're in spoiler land. Skip over this part. Go right to the free game code, whatever. Yeah. What did Matt uh, Pat do? First of all, why are you watching Matt Pat? Second of all, what did that what did that guy say? Because I watch the food theorists, the food theory channel. Okay. And so I occasionally get game theory channels, uh, uh okay. game theory videos recommended to me. All right. And I saw Stray and I'm like, huh. You're probably better off watching a Life with Ryan video, but go on. So I watched the video on Stray and um he turns it around and says that in, instead of like saving all the robots he the cat destroyed humanity yeah that was really dark <laughs> uh, uh basically he talks about how um the little bacteria eating whatever that are down in the sewers right that you have to destroy right okay you see the ones on the on the walls yeah the zerks 
the ones on the walls are just eyeballs, and you can't destroy them with your UV light. So they've somehow developed an immunity to that light. Right, the and eyeball he, ones, okay. Yeah, the big eyeballs. And yeah. the robots, um, the robots he believes are humans, like the scientists who have uploaded themselves into robot bodies. Because many of the robots talk about remembering the, the smell of something or things like that. But robots could never smell anything. So they obviously have memories. They just don't know where they came from. And mm. then um, in the game, you see this one robot who is kind of glued onto a wall by that muck. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they're like, what What are they doing with it? They're, they're kind of like trying to question it or something. And um, the, the Zerks want to, you know, try to figure out how to maybe upload themselves into a robot body. And so at the end, um, yeah, when the, when the cat opens up. All right. The, the, the whole roof the, opens up. The, when the roof opens up, it's um, basically allowing the, when you see the power start to flicker back on, it's basically giving the Zerks more power and uh, dooming humanity via the robot bodies to, I, I, since since the Zerks are no longer immune to UV light, there. I, I don't think MatPat played the same game. Yeah, as I you say, know. this went down a real <laughs> weird path where I was like, yeah. I just figured I was yeah. a cat, and I was like, just trying to get out. Yeah, and, like and I, okay, weird, like yeah. I, I get that the eyeballs. We don't really know the fate of the eyeballs because they're yeah. they're That's stuck true. inside. But it's pretty clear that all the all of the Zergs that are outdoors are super killed by the door being open. Right. But I mean, if you've watched any of the game theorist videos, you know that Matt Pat has a, a penchant for latching onto one tiny little detail and <laughs> right. blowing it way out of proportion. Okay, so fair enough. fair enough. But fair enough. as for, as for stray itself and not going on with Matt Pat, I was a little bit disappointed by the ending that we didn't get to see the robots going out and exploring their, the outside. Because they made such a big deal of getting to the outside, and then we don't get to see them enjoy it. Yeah, like, none of the robots that were trying to get to the outside were even going to get to the outside. Mm -hmm. Like, none of them were even close. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the cat was the only one that got close out of that whole mm -hmm. little group of, of outsiders that were doing it. I, I've been through the game twice now, and the second time was done all in one night with my nieces playing it 100%. And uh, they had never heard of the game before, and, and, but they, they were hanging out. And so we, they, we did the whole game in one night with them playing it. And like you just mentioned about the ending, they were shocked that it didn't end with the cat seeing other cats. Like <laughs> they thought the whole thing was building up to that. Right. Yeah. The happy cat reunion that we were teased in the beginning didn't happen. And I, mm -hmm. and I said, well, I guess that's for Stray 2. <laughs> right. More Stray. Yeah. The DLC coming soon. Um, Stray 2, Stray Heart. And yes, it, it, it do, there is, like you mentioned there, it does. there's some electronic flickering at the end, which I, you know, I took that to mean that the human doofus wasn't entirely dead. The, the 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 professor guy who was the B, mm -hmm. B12 vitamin or whatever I took that to mean that because you know we're supposed to believe that guy died the right. last human being died by sacrificing himself so they could open the door again um, but 
I figured that that means that he's actually still alive. I wasn't taking that as a Zerg sign. MatPat's on it. What the heck? <laughs> what is that? We're, there's no evidence for that. But Well, if you want to hear his reasoning, go watch the video, because obviously I, I watched it like two weeks ago, and I'm not going to explain it well. Yeah, no. That's you know, I found it to be interesting. You could kind of see the B12 thing where it was leading up to, like, oh, yeah, he's he's a human. There's a human brain in there somewhere or a human consciousness in there somewhere. And it was fun to watch, like, the robots try to, like, hey, I can't be feeling this emotion. Or, hey, this isn't something a robot should be doing. Or, you know, pining after this or, or trying yeah, to feel the, the, music. The ro- yeah, no. The robots and, were... And, and so... They're, they're, they're servants. They were... You know, no, this, I, I this understand. Is, this is a robot servant who was whose job was playing music. And without no, the humans around, it's got nobody to really play but music But, like, for, when you, you know, bring it's... Doc back and he hugs, like, he hugs his son. Right, right, right. And, like, right. that was a weird thing where it's like, okay, yeah. well, that's a weird... They did and do so a lot of. I did kind of. There think, were there were a lot of uh, bits in the dialogue where they they referenced that, you know, like you mentioned, Hager, but also like, I I think there was a line somewhere that said like for some reason maybe they missed the humans, but they just started to mimic their behaviors even though it doesn't and, and make that, any sense. And that's yeah. Possi- yeah, and that that's a possibility too. Uh, you know. Yeah, I don't think was... that they're humans. I think they're just because they no longer have the humans around anymore. They have just taken on the entire aspects of how humans lived. Except for, you'll notice, the ones way up at the top who are still doing their stupid job of, like, wiping the windows. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, they're, they're still acting as actual servants. The ones down who were down in the in Midtown in the slums, yep. like, they've taken on the hu- human characteristics. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, it also, it, maybe it's just my interpretation of it. It seemed like maybe they got rushed on parts because you spend a long time down in the slums, and then the other parts, it's sort of like a... <laughs> right, then true. you're just like, it's a series <laughs> of, like, chases against rats and, you know, yeah. just yeah. different action, like, almost quick time scenes, you know? You know, yeah. you go where Zal... What's his name? Zalzabar? Yeah, You're, like, there for, like, what, 10 minutes, and it's like, all right, guess I'm on to the next section. And yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. You spent, like, dude. hours down... Yeah, you spent hours down in the slums, though, and it's like, oh, okay, this seems weird. Like, it seemed like it got rushed, maybe. At the end. <laughs> yeah, they probably did. There's like one other side quest in in Zabaltazar's ant village area where you can collect. Yeah, get the, the flowers. Uh, yeah, get the flowers, yeah, and, the flower and, and that and that doesn't take very long. But like, yeah, like compared to the opening slums area where you're in there for two chapters and you've got all those other things to collect, and I don't think I ever found all of the. Um, Soda cans. Oh, I yeah, didn't. That, that I, I didn't the find soda. all the soda cans. Got all the music notes. I yeah, got I all did the music, music notes. stuff. I, I like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. You spent a lot of time yeah. there, and there was a lot of detail, and there were a lot of interactions that you could have with pretty. people. And then, like like I said, you, from there, it's like, all right, well, you're in this tree area. All right, time to go. Let's keep yeah, this, going. Keep this moving. This won't take it's long. Like, Move on. It's yeah. like, shuffle on. And it's like, wow. It right. Seems yeah. like now you're really we got to get into the story of the game. All right, here. It seems like you're sort of trying to funnel me down to the end. All right, look at all the human trash. It's in the river. All right, yeah, the Zerks. And then the humans tried to make an amoeba. Like it's all just like boom, 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 boom. Here's the story, you know. Yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. so it was just it. It was I don't know. I I I I liked kind of the the pace that we had, and then it just seemed like after about four hours, like all right, we're ready to wrap this up. Well, yeah. Well, as, as Foreman mentioned, like you get to that end part, and you do go into this beautiful, pristine. You know, again, the 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 perfect. You know, folks at the top ivory tower robots who have no idea of the toiling of the the robots below, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I think that's supposed to have a lot more impact than the game allowed it to have. Um, yeah, because it's basically like, just go hit these machines yeah, and open that like door, buddy. Yeah, like you're just like you should feel anger at them, and it's 
you're, but at that point, like, it's a six-hour game, and I was like, all right, what's the next stupid puzzle I got to do? All right, I got to hit these three switches. You got it. All right, what's the next, like, cutscene? You know? And yeah, it, I, I think it needed some kind of drama up there at the top to really drive that home. Because, like, when, when my nieces were playing it, they blew right through that part. There was part. no they drama. There was nothing. They didn't even talk the to, the, to the other robots. It yeah, didn't even yeah, occur to them that there was, like, a class problem there. Right. Or, you know. It was completely Did, lost. And I think yeah, that's they, what they you're they supposed to really get from it, too. Yeah, like, they were tired of talking to robots at that point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, that's like the slums part of They're the like, game. I just want to see the cat get out and talk yeah. to other cats. And he, they didn't even do that. No, they didn't like even the slums was the like cats the opposite of it. You, you Like you said, we, we, we spend so much time there because there's a lot to do. You can wander and explore and find little nooks to curl up. It's still yeah. new at that point. It, and, it's like yeah. I said, they just seem to build out that area and put a yeah. ton of exploration. Like, You're still excited for it. You're still talking to everybody. So you get a lot more out of that that beginning experience and that part of the game really isn't the game like it's not the whole it's you know it's hinting at the story you're going to get later and then you rush through mm -hmm. that story you know i think that was the feeling i got i it mm. was interesting to play through it was it, you know like you said it's a pretty game um but ultimately yeah i just felt like i wanted a bigger emotional gut punch at the end of it and you didn't really get either you didn't get the Anger, oh, I completely got what they were doing here. Humans are trash. They ruined the world so many ways twice. Um, nor did you get the happy cathartic ending where the cat sees its happy family again. Like there was just no, I, I didn't think there was a release for any of the storylines that they set up and they didn't really deliver on them anyway. But the ending didn't even try to, you know, stick the landing in any I mean, particular you, way. You could always play it on PC and turn your cat into CJ from Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. <laughs> I don't know. I just it did that thing that like that I always made fun of in like indie films from years ago, where it's just like, and then the cat walked alone down the dusty road <laughs> as the credits rolled. <laughs> like that's it, you know. I walked alone, and the doors open, and there goes Kitty into the sun. I mean, you it know. did have that really nice moment where the doors open and the cat lays down and sleeps again. Yes, very cute. Like, mm -hmm. that was really nice. There were real nice moments like that in it here and there. But, yeah, it was it – was, you know what? Going back to the beginning, like, this this was not the game that I was expecting. Yes. What did everybody mm -hmm. think we were going to get going in? Like, <laughs> I was expecting, okay, great, this is a cat. You're going to play as a cat. It looks like abandoned, crappy – uh, human environments i was expecting some kind of like okay this cat has to survive you've got to get the cat through this environment and i was not expecting funny talking robots around every damn corner like i yeah. I, I just wanted to be the cat exploring and the cat has to figure stuff out not getting helped around by a little funny robot guy i mean i wasn't mm -hmm. thrilled with that either um, you know, not that not that it was bad for what it was, and it's you know it's on no. me for expecting that from just the first trailers. Um, you know, I think you know they started communicating more in the other stuff where you saw the robots. Like, oh crap, there's robots in this. Really? It even Why? lost but the it lost the catness at some point too. Like, there's a lot of you are a cat early in the game. It plays yeah, a lot with right. You know, the the first thing you do, and this is still our expectations for the game. I am a cat exploring like a cat. I'm going to do cat things. The first one of the first puzzles you do is you bat a stupid box off the top of a shelf, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like you're being a cat and using what cats would do, and you're winning. It's hilarious, right? You're almost accidentally beating this game, and I yeah, love that. That's what feeling. I wanted. And you can I scratch that the, the little carpets and all that yeah. kind of stuff, and then you uh, even even to the point where they put the the, the little back bed, the vest on. And the mm -hmm. cat won't move for a minute. 
That's great. It's mm-hmm. great. It just lays down because it hates the vest. It's so funny. Like <laughs> those little touches yeah. they lose as the game goes on. You forget that it's it's your cat is your avatar anymore. It doesn't matter that it's a cat and that you kind of lose the you know what I think drew me into Stray originally. I loved that you would be playing as this cute little kitty and discovering the world through its eyes. And you weren't. You were rediscovering humanity through that little robot assistant's eyes, and the cat was his vessel for a good part of the game. And in the beginning, when uh, you're trying to find your way to B12, uh, w- if you use the meow button, you'll get little hints yes, in your I area. Yes, I loved that. Like the little light loved up. Loved it. The lights will light up and stuff like that. Yeah, I was super charmed by that. And then that never happened clues again. And it feels yeah. organic <laughs> and well-planned. Loved it. Loved it. Like that, yeah, that would be fine if, like, you know, three hours later and you were stuck and you meowed and you got some kind of little environmental hint. But the the fact that they had to tie that to the uh, the, the little little B12 guy, then, yeah. it, then it never happened again. Right. After. Spoiler, <laughs> later on you do lose B12 again. Uh-huh. Your meowing doesn't help you anymore. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. You have to do like Lara Croft hopping through laser beams and stuff. It's not even, uh-huh. you know... <laughs> It's just a, yep. you lose the thread that brought me there and was really carrying me for that first, like, couple hours of playtime, and then it just gets wild, and you're playing it, and it's just getting increasingly insane, and I think, I don't know, maybe that's the vibe they went for, like, here's giant goopy eyeball, you didn't see that coming, did you? Here's the elevator, a thousand zerks are coming for you, like, it just became <laughs> a weird shock factor game, and mm-hmm. that's not why I was there, so... It's weird. Know. You know, I didn't think it was, to be honest, from the trailers I watched, I didn't even think it was on Earth. I'll be honest. Mm. I thought it was yeah, just like. Yeah, could have been. Could have been. I mean, could've... I got the idea that it was like, you know, fish out of water. Like, this, for some reason, this cat is on this other planet it's not supposed to be on. And it's because, like, I always saw the robots, like, freaking out when they saw the cat walking through and, like, kind of yeah, closing yeah. doors and hiding away. And I was like. And then, like, when yeah, I that got. That happened exactly once playing, and then never again. Right. The next Only time. because they thought it was Zerk and that's it. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the next robots that meet the cat for the first time don't react that they way. They don't yeah. care. <laughs> and then and then it's funny because I, I you know I go to play it and I'm like, I don't know, this is Earth. Okay. I this was not what I was expecting. No. So all right. And several times your B twelve is having an existential crisis, so it won't do anything. Like it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I was sad you couldn't pick out the cat that you wanted to be. I was like, I wanted to be the cat. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right. Why wasn't there a cat a make your own cat? Because it was uh, like there were four cats in the beginning. I thought it was gonna let me choose which one I wanted to be. <laughs> right, no. No, you're getting the orange one, gang. It was like, all right, I guess this is the guy oh and I will say it was really annoying to like be watching a movie on on the Xbox and flipping back to to stray every now and then, or feeling the remote. It's like, nope, still purring. I got to get this hour long achievement. <laughs> oh, you did the hour <laughs> achievement. Yep, you know man. what? I every now and oh, then man. hit the thumbstick so it stays awake. It doesn't go into sleep mode. I was trying to be conscientious and get a you know achievements that I I earned trophies as I could along the way, and at some point I was just like, I'm just gonna finish this game and see what's left. And I don't, I don't know. I just need a break from it. I didn't, I didn't feel wild enough at the end to want to go back right away. So, meh. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe one of, I'll one of the trophies is for is for finishing it under two hours. Yeah, I also wow. saw that and was like, eh. That's doable. That's doable. I guess I had enough trouble wandering through those sewers the first time that I'm just, I don't know. Yeah. That that's the thing. It's like I'm sure it's doable. It's yeah. more do I want well, once to you do know it? what's up, you can do that and skip all the extra stuff and just run through, you know, pretty well. But what what always stinks with those kind of challenges is what if you screw it up a little bit and end up taking two hours and three minutes. Exactly. 
Yeah. Well, then, <laughs> then, get, well, then guess what? You don't get the trophy. Yes, there you go. exactly. Good loser. <laughs> yeah. Am I, am I allowed to save and restart and make sure that I get everything right the first time and don't waste any time? Or does, does saving and, and going back to saves count against Guess me? what? You better, you better be like me and start just saving up like every five minutes in a different spot so you just go back to one this of those This game movies. does not support that. Oh, that's right. It, uh, see, that's terrible. It does not support that. But. That's the problem. Anyway, so yeah. Good old stray. I mean, I, I'm, I liked it. I, it was fine. Yeah, it, it's, it's. And I'm come glad back it wasn't really long. It was an interesting experience, but it'll be interesting to see how, yeah, how other people rate it, and if it gets more cred than I think it maybe deserves, because there are not a lot other, a lot of other games like it that are in like mainstream consciousness. It's gonna make the best indie game of the year. Right, list, and the problem sure. I have with that is, I bet there's gonna be better. <laughs> but yeah. Whatever. Yeah, we're talking about Call of the Lamb right now. It was so. it was interesting. It was it was a good experience to play through, but well, just why weird. don't we give away a game that's probably not Stray? Uh, it is not. <laughs> I can tell you that. Well, I'm sure we'll be giving away Stray at some point once it hits Humble Bundle. Uh, the code we're going to give away this week is for MXGP, the official motocross video game on Steam. W W eight R E W D P N H a6ZG3, the official motocross game. Room. Yeah. Who doesn't like motocross? Cats. Oh, yeah, maybe. I wouldn't think so. And now we come to one last thing where everybody gets a chance to throw some love, throw some shade. It's something they want to talk about. Cat, what do you got? So much like Tony went to San Diego during Comic-Con but didn't go to Comic-Con. Right, I was near <laughs> Comic-Con. Last week, I went to Indianapolis, but didn't go to Gen Con. <laughs> and Perfect. I would like to speak in favor of going to con and going to cons, but without going to the cons. I Just had a fun time. Adjacent. <laughs> yes. You, you get to go to the con, but without spending all the money. You get to walk around outside the con and see all the lovely costumes and and find somewhere to eat nearby and and yes i had a wonderful time my friend uh one of my friends from new york was down uh she was attending the con and i just she had a few hours on the last day and i got to spend with her and we had a wonderful time um i hadn't met her in person before she's an internet friend so that was awesome cool um and I even got some swag because uh, they were giving stuff out at some of the booths and they had double swag because there were three of them. And so I got <laughs> an eBay buy it now board game. Ah, <laughs> uh, good. Yeah, you know, Kat, so. I, I'm with you. You can't beat that kind of scene for like people watching and just tons of crap to do around. You know, it's, mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a good time. Yeah. And I saw a Catan truck as well. Ooh, and I guess yeah. there was some kind of contest to name the truck over the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Trucky Nick truck face. Uh-huh, probably. <laughs> hey, good, what's on your list? Hey, guys. I'm going to clue you in on something. What Have you got? any of you heard of a game called Luigi's Mansion 3? Wait. Nope. That's out? <laughs> I'm looking forward to its release this fall. <laughs> <laughs> in all seriousness... I've been playing Luigi's Mansion 3. It's the first time I have played a Luigi's Mansion game, and Very I've been good. having a lot of fun with it. I've been playing it during my lunch breaks on stream. And, man, people turn out for that game. I don't know what it is, but I've had 60, 70 people come in to watch me play Stupid Marvel. I bet a lot of people Mansion skipped 3. it, so they're happy to watch it. 
Or huh. maybe they just want to watch somebody play it bad. That's I true. don't know. <laughs> There's another game where the beginning was so much more immersive and interesting, and then as it went on, it just kind of... Mm. Well, it's good to know that I'm playing that right now, that that's what I have to look forward yeah. to. <laughs> yeah, I thought it felt fun a little bit. I find if it, it, it's been fun. It's like one of those games, it's like, all right, it's it's not terribly difficult. It's just more of a learning patterns and that kind of stuff and exploring and digging into things. It's like, am I going to find all the gems? No, I'm not going to find all the <laughs> gems, guys. I'm telling you that right ahead of schedule. I'm not finding all the gems. I'm not going to go through the, the, the process of trying to figure this out. But, uh, you know, it's cute, it's neat, it's fun. It's it's an easy way to kill an hour, and it's like, ah, oh, And bump up those numbers on YouTube. There you go. Thank you, Luigi. But, uh, yeah, Tony, what do you got? You know, I'm going to give a, a shout-out to my, my boy Kirby this week. Um, first of all, we are, we are celebrating the, the 30th anniversary of Kirby this year, and long long ago they teased that there was going to be a music fest uh this august and guess what it hit and we watched it and it was entirely in japanese but the fan yeah, the music was fantastic they did uh you know tons of cute interview moments with you know the, the voice person was there and they had some of the creators and stuff show up and uh lots of you know narration throughout to set up the next you know, orchestra piece, who knows? I don't know what they were saying. It didn't matter. Um, all of the music is wonderful in the Kirby games, and it was fun to hear them rearrange it and turn some of the boss battle music into something, you know, slow and jazzy, and it was really good. So I was watching it with the kiddos because they're big Kirby enthusiasts as well, and uh, we were all digging, uh, hearing the old themes and things that we remember from the games again. So that was fun. If you have not checked it out, the Kirby 30th Anniversary Music Fest is a fun listen through, uh, the, you know, Lots and lots of scores of Kirby games do, over the years. Do um, they have Kirby 30 on uh, the Switch right now to play online against 30 other people? No, yeah, but I would totally buy it. I bet it'd be great. <laughs> um, you know, and I got to give a bonus Kirby shout out to my son this week. He 100%ed Forgotten Lands on the Switch, um, which he loves wow. to do with Kirby games. He's done it for several of them now. And wow. to do that, you have to get every single little collectible. You have to, you know, finish every little achievement in the levels, beat all of the challenge levels, and then finish all of the ridiculous boss rush modes that show up in those games. And they are insane. Um, wow, can he tutor me on mine? And, and because, you know, he still has lingering deficits on his left side, he largely does it one-handed. And so, man, high fives to you, bud. He crushes <laughs> it. He is just amazing to watch, and yeah, he um, he gets those patterns pretty quick, and he will just hammer away at it until he gets through. Uh, I will not you know. be doing that in Luigi's Mansion Three. Yeah, <laughs> <Just letting you know. laughs> but yeah, he he was amazing to watch get through it, and he, he struggled a little bit on like the last last form of the final boss, and it's he was doing this. You know, I don't want to watch a video, I don't want to know how to do it. I'll figure the pattern out and got through it. So crushed it, good man. Used Slick. His- Awesome butterfly sword. I was very proud. So big Kirby week around here, and uh, we enjoy Forgotten Lands and the uh, orchestra piece. So good at you, Kirby. We love you. Awesome. Foreman, what do you got? Uh, I just want to say good job, Multiverses, for um, talking about how the season was being indefinitely postponed. (laughs) And then just, okay, great. It's starting next Monday. Hooray. What? (laughs) Why in the heck? So they ended up getting delayed for what, two weeks? A week. No, one week. It was supposed to come out last Monday, and it's coming out 
this upcoming well i guess now it would be in the past monday so well the 8th was when it was supposed to start and it's coming out on the 15th so basically it's delayed a whole week they instead of saying indefinite delay right at the same time everything's (laughs) going completely haywire at warner brothers discovery why not just say we're delaying this just i just don't know why even bother saying anything they could have just kept their mouth shut could just let it drop. They could have just let it drop. Yeah, like, I mean, all right, you got to say something as to why it wasn't going to start on the 8th. Okay, great, where it's a beta, we're going to delay it. But, like, talking about it being indefinitely? Like, those are not the words you use when you're just going to pick it back up again in a week. Oi. Well, there we go. The, 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 the death of multiverses that we discussed last week has been greatly exaggerated. <laughs> it's just, uh, yeah. So uh... That's it for me. And that's all it right. for the show. I was going to say, that's it for episode 458. Until next time, we're out of here. Bye, gang. Bye, Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out more great podcasts about all kinds of nerdery at rest.tv. That's R-E-Z-D. Say hi at rest.tv slash discord. Follow you like the worst stuff on Facebook or find us on Twitter at the worst podcast. You can support the show at patreon.com slash worst stuff. And thank you if you do. Music provided by Eric Madias of soundimage.org. Until next time, game over. Stray cats are a serious issue. Don't forget to have your pet spayed or neutered. You like the worst stuff.